Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans. Get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News Recorded Live, Friday, Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm Nick Tendo, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Abbott, the busiest handsome man from across the pond. Yeah, he's the other half. Today we chat about the Game Awards that Xbox just, well, just plum forgot about, apparently. Inking deals for properties you just don't own, and giving all those 2023 Xbox Studio Promise Games a well-checked visit just just to make sure they're still alive. You better sit down, buckle up, because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. Everybody's got a little hoe in the middle. Everybody does a little dance with the devil. Oh, Sean, I really don't know if we're going to get dinged. In fact, I take that back. We're probably going to get dinged for that. Um, but, you know, I thought, why not? We'll do it anyways. Um, it's your, it's our guest that intro music game. What g- game, um, game? What do you think, Sean? You got, you got a question for me? Yeah, I'm, I want to go down the Far Cry road, but I think I could be wrong with that. Um, it's not Far Cry. Yeah, that was my worry. <laughs> I don't know if I should. I'm trying to I, think games. I'm worried about oh, playing oh. more. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think Borderlands uses that style of music. Far Cry. Um, this. It's pretty much all got the same tune. Let me calm that down a little bit for our listeners. Just it got to a point to where nobody's listening. Or nobody's, she's not singing. Alright, so ask me some questions. It's a shooter. It is not. Very far from a shooter. It's a narrative game as well. Yes, it is a narrative game. Alright, I'm going to stop this before... <laughs> Is it as, as Dusk Falls? It is As Dusk Falls. I figured Speaky will be talking about the Game Awards. Speaking of the one the one game that got a little bit of something, uh, I thought I would uh, choose choose that as our as our game of the of the week. So good job. Sweet. Well done, <laughs> sir. So uh, how you doing, man? Uh yeah, I'm doing well. Busy, as always. Um I'm currently having some digestive system problems. Uh, we had the well, like the works Christmas dinner. The, mm-hmm. the canteen at work supplied a Christmas dinner for us, and um, I ate. I think I ate too many Brussels sprouts. So, oh no! Re- currently wreaking havoc with me in mm, terms of well, I'm not allowed to be in the same room as many people because I, I am passing that much gas. It's just not nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious conversation <laughs> we're having. Man, I feel okay. There you go, people. <laughs> If it's not weather, people, it's medical stuff. It's one of the two you're getting from. It's like, it's, what's oh, the weather outside, weather or how are we shitting? That's how. That's what you're gonna get from us. There you go. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you listen. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's. I don't know. Mo- Monday was a write-off. Monday was a like I stopped up after my last night shift. Um, tried to get all as many as much stuff done 
Um, Tuesday was kind of much the same. I, I got loads of housework done, played some Call of Duty, kind of tried to recover from Monday. And then Wednesday, I went for a nice big long walk, did the like the video. So if anybody that catches our um, questions video that we do weekly, um, I was that was while I was on my nice little walk. I thought I might as well get it done. I was near the canal. It was very nice. Well done, um, sir. And then back to work. Worked Thursday, worked Friday, working again tomorrow. So, yeah. Busiest man How across the pond. That's why it's your title. Um, what is he, uh, Speaking of, like, sickness, my, the kiddos, well, at least Noah, which is really weird. Normally, Ariel's sick, and Noah's the one that dodges the bullet. This this time, Ariel dodged the bullet. Noah was sick Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we kind of took, we kind of, like, bandaged him up with medication and sent him off to school on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know and uh and then of course on thursday i got it and then uh uh actually i kind of got a wednesday night and uh into thursday and so yeah that was that was that so and now i'm over it i'm i'm here i'm happy to be here i've been playing games i've been beating games which actually feels good it's been a it's been quite a while since i've Finished off a couple of games, but I uh, got through two this week, so I'm excited to talk about those. Uh, one of them actually is an Xbox game. What up, Hambone Johnny? Thanks for joining us today. Um, so yeah, other than that, we're kind of like we're getting ready to go into the like just hold on to the steering wheel because like life's about to get crazy kind of ride. You know, it's like well the kids have this presentation and then that presentation. And we got a church thing and then there's a friends dinner and a family dinner and a, oh shit. Shit, I don't even want to know how much stuff we have to do in the next, you know. Um, yeah, and then we're opening presents here and there and everywhere, and yeah. So we're about to we're about to enter that section of life, and uh, and I love it. I'm not I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying it's a ride, you know. You just gotta hang on and 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 enjoy the craziness. Um, so yep, <laughs> feeling that. I mean, um, we've we've got some busy time. We've got. What have we got? What have we got? We've got Lindsay's doing some kind of photo shoot with the kids tomorrow. We've like for the last five years we've we recreated the same photo with the kids sitting in the oh, same photo so cool. for the last five years running. Um so she's doing that tomorrow. And then Sunday's Christmas decorations day, because it's the only day where we're all gonna be at home at the same time. Um like Emily will be here because she's split fifty fifty with her mum. So it's like she'll be here. Jay is almost here all day. She's got work um yeah yeah i i feel um, you so and then like, the weekend after that is my birthday which is very nice i'm going go-karting <laughs> so what are you, are you doing so, what are you doing for your birthday anything fun um during the day we're probably going to do something with the kids uh don't know what yet and then in the evening i'm going just into town for a, a few beers with my friend and lynn's Nice. And then the day after, me and my friend are getting up really early, and we've got I booked us to go and do fifty laps of a go kart track near here, like one of our favorites. Sweet. Is it indoor or outdoor? Yeah, it is indoor. I, I indoor, opted. Okay. I wanted to do the outdoor, our favorite outdoor one, but that's in Teesside, which is like a good hour and forty-five minute drive. Gotcha. Um, and we couldn't risk the weather. I mean, I've driven that track in rain, ice, dry, wind. Um. It's my favorite in the dry. There's like this really long straight that you can go down. It's like a really long open right-hander and then mm. tightens into a hairpin. And if you pin it in the wet at full speed, the car starts to act like the car aquaplanes into the corner and you can just drift the whole, like 
like Mario Kart, could drift the whole corner and it takes enough speed out to get around the hairpin. And so. and Sean the whole time is like, wahoo! He's like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to lie. I went go-karting for the first time this summer. I've never had been. Never had been, and uh, we went, and, just, and I mean, it was lame go karting compared to what you're what you're talking about here. I'm not gonna lie, like, but uh, but it was really fun. I I enjoyed it, and uh, and would love to do it again. Uh, I, I don't think I can do the drifting thing that you're talking about, but uh, I'd love to be a passenger with somebody who could. So that'd be fun. Yeah, I, I, it can only happen in the wet. Go go karts are just like tiny little sticky things that stick to the ground usually. So yes, yeah, and you're not even allowed at the one I was at we were not even allowed like if there was water like if it was raining we wouldn't have been able to do it like that's just kind of oh yeah it's one of those i guess yeah. one of those baby go-kart places so, so. i'll try and get i'll try my hardest to try and get some videos and i'll stick them in the discord and and so people can see what we get to so yeah man that'd be cool all right we're well, moving on um what are what are let's let's kind of go over our a new achievement hunter layout before we jump into top stories like what is anything we need to hit on that before we move on um no i mean i'm i've got a few extra people now um have added me as friends which is quite fun to do fun to see i've got uh john blanco i've got googler bruce um a couple of people have added me which is quite fun to see i can now see like i've got a nice scale of how people are doing um and i'm going to post a weekly update so the audio podcast will hopefully be out before you guys all wake up tomorrow over the pond. Um, I'm not going to get a chance to edit it before I have to go to sleep this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be out ASAP tomorrow. Um, and then with that, I will go through the app. Um, if anybody wants to get any updates to me of, as of figures, uh, feel free to message me. And then Monday morning, I'll post an update of who's currently in what position. But what I can say is because he's doing the Xbox Diaries, which is great, by the way, go over and listen to that. It's great to listen to John and his little uh, personal diary of, of how he's getting on with Xbox Game Pass. He's currently at the top of the leaderboard, um, but he is playing the low-hanging fruit style games like Peppa Pig. Yeah, so. well, is he doing that? I was going to ask him, is he doing that just to get points? Like, wh- why is he paying Peppa? He does not have kids that are going to play Peppa no, the no, Pig. It- I know this. I think in the in the normal episode where he's, sat with, where he's talking with Drew, he kind of mentions it a little bit. But then in the Xbox Diaries, he's he's leaning heavy on the fact that like we've got this competition going on. We've oh, opened okay. it up for, from just one game to lots of mm-hmm. games, and he's like, "What better month to try and like play some Fair Xbox point. games?" And yeah, I can't. Hey, you know what? You play the rules. You could be like us and just screw the rules over and not even pay attention to them. Uh, but I can appreciate that he's paying attention to them and using them to his benefit. That's way better than what we did, just to be honest. Um, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later, though. Um, uh, yeah, but we do need to know. So here's the point that I want to hit. We do need to know if you're in on this thing. So like, if you're on Sean's list and you, you, you're already his friend and you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'd love to be part of that but I know that I'm already a friend with Sean, at least like DM him and tell him, hey, I want to be part of the Achievement Hunters. Because, you know, Sean Sean already has a list of friends. And if we don't know that you want to be part of the Achievement Hunter thing, then we're not going to include everybody that's already on his list on that. Because then we just choose some random person that doesn't even know we're doing this contest. So so just DM him or put it in our put it in Twitter or put it in our Achievement Hunter thing. I don't care. Just tell us. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. And for those of you who don't know, yep. this Achievement Hunter thing, 
you're getting as many game you're getting the highest gamer score you can every five gamer score points is an entry and if you uh if you're at the end of the month we will draw one winner they will get three months of game pass we're doing this every month and if you have the top yep. score you get this really cool you can look at uh if you're in the discord you get this really cool like I, what is it an emoji i don't know what it is sean i'm yeah it's, it's like a little after your name uh, yeah. what you'll notice is there's some of the endad's family um, yeah. which is like myself nick drew john um retro dan from retrologic anybody that's in there we have like a little symbol next to us which represents i think it's mario and luigi on the couch which represents yeah. the, like we're part of the endad's family um but we've made one specifically for the grand hunter or the the person that gets the most points um and that's currently link jesse's son mm-hmm. um so whenever he chats he's got this little cool uh, achievement hunters logo next to his name so it's kind of like a badge yeah. of honor that you can wear for a that's month that's right you wear it for a month as well so, as and if you if you win next next month then you get to keep it so it's it's just like that if you're top two months in a row it's yours for two months whoever gets whoever wins that month gets it so we'll swap it out every month and, so. and a and a huge thank you to, to Tim for signing out. We had a quick chat with him, and he was like, yeah, it's no problem. We can do that. He's thank the, you very much. He's Tim. the best at stuff like that. Too. Thank Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, that's Achievement Hunters. So we will move on to our to top stories. Man, this feels like 100 years ago, but Xbox raises the price of games $10. And as I wrote in our notes, I don't think anybody really cares. I didn't even, I thought it already was, was raised. I'm not going to lie. I don't yeah. buy games I, uh, well, from Xbox. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I, 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 I've, in fact, I've made a Christmas list and slash birthday list for people, and I put Sonic Frontiers and Callisto Protocol on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I looked at the prices, I was like, Wow, Callisto Protocol's like sixty nine ninety nine. When when did that happen? I was like, the last time I looked at a game for Xbox, it was like forty nine ninety nine. I was like, wow, that's gone yeah. up a bit. Yeah, so. yeah, man. I I had no idea. It was like everybody was like, oh, they raised the price, and I was like, oh, okay. I I don't know. I I bought Elden Ring. That's not true. I bought Elden Ring. That's the first. That's the first and only game since my time at Xbox that I have actually bought. Um, unless they want to surprise me with a wonderful surprise of Hogwarts Legacy. Um, that might be the next game that I actually buy. That's the next one that I can think of at the moment that I would buy, unless something, unless I think of something else before then. But, um, so yeah, I mean, they're just they've just up with par with uh, PlayStation now, correct? PlayStation games are already this price, as I. Yeah, it's just levels of playing field, I think. In, yeah. In terms of price, um, <laughs> there's no surprise that you've, yeah. we've got fuel prices higher. So that makes everything else higher. So just having to make the plastic boxes, put it on the disc, actually have like be able to get the discs, then ship them out, and then so on and so forth. I can assume that's the only reason why oh, they want to make more money out of physical games because, you know. Well, why wouldn't you? You know, of course. True. Um, yeah, so $10 more, Xbox games. There you go. Now you know. Um... Uh, so next, next, there was a game award, Sean. I don't know if you knew that. Um, if you're an Xbox player, don't worry about it because it was a huge nothing burger for us about. Um, except for As Dusk Falls, what, what did no. As Dusk Falls win, Sean? I don't even know. I just um, know they won. I think they best best impact. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I don't care. 
When you uh, throw the disc, it lands with the best impact. I believe that's the yeah, idea. I think it was. I think it's to do with how the game, like the fact that they use live actors and then hand drawings over the top of it, the mm. music which we heard at the beginning of the podcast. That's true. Um, and then like the art style, the acting, how like you can interact and things like that, and how you can, you know, how you can do to how you can best impact in the game and what your decisions do. I think that's what it was for rather than it being a linear story that, you know, doesn't matter which decision you make, you end up in the same position. Um, yeah. I think that was the reason for it, which it, it by hats, you know, hats off to it. It should definitely have won that. So. I, I have not played it since we played it with uh, John and Tim. Um, John is telling me that it's uh, a much quicker, snappier game by when you're playing it by yourself, which would make sense. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I he's currently he's currently in the middle of, of killing everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the doom gun. It's doom dusk over there in John's world. <laughs> it's just shotgun and everything. John, John John Blanco is the doom guy. Fast dusk falls. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's. Uh, yeah, so that's great. I don't know. Is there any other announcements that you were excited for in this game awards? I mean, that was really that was really it, right? For Xbox. I mean, other than yeah, party in animals. terms of awards, in, in terms of awards, that was it. Um, there was loads of games that were world premiered that were going to come to Xbox, like uh, Dead Cells, Return to Castlevania. Um, just quickly running through this because I made a really big list. You did. Like, I- I'm impressed. Can I see this can, can hear it. I'm, I'm, yeah. Armored Core 6, that was one of those. But that's not a Game Pass game. So it kind of like, I was like, meh, am I going to purchase that? It would have been cool with his Game Pass. Um, so after us, the Among Us Hide and Seek, because um, that's a Game Pass game that will be coming. The DLC to that will be there. Um, Scars Above, which looked quite good. Um, these are Game Pass so games? Those, those, are you sure these are Game Pass no, games? No, these aren't Game Pass games. Okay, these are just right. games that are coming to Xbox. So there's lots of okay. games that will come into multiple platforms. Um, but for as games that we saw um, like premieres for and things like that, I literally have two games listed. And then I learned from yourself that Party Animals um, is going to be the third one. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I saw that on a tweet. I didn't watch this. I, I said I'm not a big fan of the Game Awards, uh, the style. Yeah, it was, when, when it, was it was posted to be shorter. a little bit shorter. Was it? It was three hours and 55 minutes. Well, still four hours long. <laughs> By five minutes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and and if you want to put that into minutes, so what's it, 60, 120, so 240 minutes long, and they gave away a Steam Deck every minute. That's 240 Steam Decks they gave away. That was the Which only point, reason was, I thought about watching. Not going to lie. <laughs> and at one point, Jeff Keighley was like, yeah, well, Al Pacino went on for a long time because I think he just wanted to give away more Steam Decks. Huh. <laughs> um, Which I thought was weird why they had Al Pacino, who like, he openly said, I don't play video games, but I've always watched my kids play them. It was like... Eh, and Jeff you. Jeff cringed in the corner a little bit like, oh, that wasn't, wasn't supposed to say that. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it, I mean, I... I watched it all in about an hour and a half. I skipped through. I was like, skip through a skip, skip, skip trailer, skip, skip, skip. And like, who won? Skip, skip, skip. Like, listen to some people talking. Um, you can skip through in about an hour and a half. Um, 
the music was great. Some of the they had some orchestras on there and stuff like that, and some live singing, which was really nice. Um, they had some funny guests. You know, Crash Bandicoot showed up because you know why not? Um, did, did they announce anything? Yes, there's a new Crash Bandicoot game, but that's mm. not coming to Game Pass. I wish it would. It was on my list of things that I'm excited for. Um, okay. It's called Crash Team Rumble. Um, it's like a team-based PvP style game. Okay. Yeah, because they, I think it was Ninja who who brought to our attention that they had kind of a cryptic tweet out before the Game Awards, so that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, it was very heavy. The, the, all I could take from it was Sony took a lot from that with um, God of War. They took a lot. God of War got a lot. Stray got quite a few. Yeah. Um, you know, Nintendo dropped on a couple, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, you know, when you only have two first-party games, um, <laughs> what the hell do you expect? There, there. I mean, I don't know what else to say. You got one. You should be pretty happy about that. I don't know. It feels like a win when you only decide to release what? two. So. Yeah, what 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 was happening quite a lot for Xbox is all the ad breaks that they were doing seemed to be like pushed in the direction of like Xbox and their crossover with things. So um, they had a big section. Well, I wouldn't say it's a big section, but they had a they had a live interview style section with Ninja, um, and he was showing off how the Samsung TV app works and like how you can use Bluetooth with the controllers and stuff like that. So he was showing that off. Um, they were showing off, they showed off the design labs a little bit. They showed off the, again, they, they, I think they went to maybe three or four different adverts for the Samsung TV style app and how you could play the xCloud. Um, so what you're then, telling me? There was a couple of, I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, and then there was a couple of adverts because Discord was supporting some of the nominations. Xbox, they were like, they were showing off the, um, like the Xbox and Discord voice chat crossover as well. So Okay, yeah. But what I hear you saying is Xbox basically bought their way into the Game Awards with advertisements. <laughs> yeah. Phil Spencer <laughs> was there. Right. He was sat front row. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the things I took away from it yeah. is we're getting Atomic Heart uh, 21st of February next year. That The gameplay footage that wow. we saw for that looks absolutely amazing. It's like mm-hmm. Bioshock. And um, anyway, it's just like Bioshock, basically, just mental version of Bioshock. Uh, we get a game called Replaced. That's coming in 2023. Um, I've watched that many different games. I can't quite recall what that was, but I thought that looked quite good because that's on my list of things I'm excited for. Um, Diablo, um, the new Diablo game, because like, I think it's Diablo 6. No, when that comes four. out next I thought it was 4. 4. Oh. I might have got my V's and my eyes mixed up. Um, when that comes out next year, part of me is thinking that we might see that come into Game Pass with the acquisition from Activision and Blizzard. We'll see. <laughs> we'll talk about that so, later. Yeah, so that, that might happen. Um, I have a little bit of a talking point here. I, I don't know if you're aware of it, but they showed off a game called Blue Protocol, mm-hmm. um, which is an Amazon game. With Amazon Bandai developed. Namco. Yes, Bandai Namco and Amazon Games. Hmm. Okay, that's so news to it me. Was, and it looked quite. It looked quite good. Um, it, I don't think it's something I play because it's quite. It, it's lent towards like Final Fantasy style gameplay with okay. Final Fantasy style anime graphics. But it, it was just interesting that Jeff Bezos was kind of dipping his toe into the gaming industry 
and will premiering it during the game awards so yeah yeah that's interesting i mean you know they have luna um they've i think they've published some stuff i i don't know that they've co-developed anything but i could be wrong i don't know a ton about amazon games and luna and what they've done so that, no, but, that could be but like it went for the like it announced it i think jeff Keighley mentioned it before and then at the end where you know like they have the tile and then the, the, the publishers and developers and stuff underneath they were literally like had the smiley face for amazon and that said games underneath it so they were like they were there um i thought that was really good um and as ninja lunchbox in the chat is saying um crime boss that looks really good um lots of uh real life actors in there and stuff like that that looked quite interesting but i can't see that coming to game pass um i think it's got too many big named actors in it for it to come to game pass yeah. So um, the only so the only thing that did come to Game Pass that we know of is like party animals, right? That, that animals, was announced coming to replaced, Game Pass. replaced, replaced. Oh, replaced. We got right. another trailer. Yeah, and another trailer for Atomic Heart. That was it. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize Atomic Heart was uh, Game Pass. Okay. All right. I had apparently forgot that. Um, okay. Check All right. Again. Well, I mean, there um, you go. So that's the I latest mean, game we know now for... in 2023 is Atomic Heart. For yourself and for Ninja Lunchbox, though, Vampire Survivors is getting a mobile app, which is completely free to play and download. I'm really down for that. Because I, I really was thinking about downloading Marvel Snap because I've been wanting a, 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 like a like a phone game. But I would rather have... Do it, do it, do it. I, I, I kind of want to and I kind of don't. I um, didn't think I would be into Marvel Snap because it's a card-based, turn-based game. But I am very, very addicted to it. It's oh. so easy to play. Yeah, no, I think I could be into it. I just don't know that I. W- <laughs> that's the one I want to be into. Um, but wow, Vampire Survivors would be great. I, I would, I would love a self, a, a phone version of that. Um, yeah, I'd be down for that for sure. All right. Uh, um, Anything else before we move on? I think. Uh, no, the, I mean the other thing I took away from it as well is. Uh, Ghostbusters is coming to the MetaQuest 2. Mm, yeah, I'm you really were excited, excited about that. Um, you basically, you, you can team up with other um, MetaQuest users and basically fight ghosts and things like that. Use the PK meter, use traps, the little stay puff people. You have to, like, have to physically brush them off you sometimes because they climb all over you. So this it just looks this... like fun. Is this the same game that we saw, or a version of the game no, that we vi- saw? No, okay. Yeah, I think it's a version of Spirits version. Unleashed, okay. stripped back. Yeah, stripped back a little bit for right. the Meta Quest. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's. I guess that's how most of the um, things are. And then the other one we had Idris, El- Idris Elba, the actor from several films. That, like I met the guy in real life. Um, Look at you. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was on there, and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is getting a big. DLC, um, so uh, I can't remember the name of it now. I don't have it written down, but yeah, he he kind of like showed it off a little bit. He's in it, so he actually plays a person in it. They've used his face and and his, his build, hmm. um, so that's coming soon. But that's kind of that piqued my interest because I was like, this looks quite cool. Um, I like him as an actor. I like his voice and things. So I might. Depending on how much my Warzone addiction carries on, I might drop back in. I might actually load that back up and 
Now, did you beat again. it? I don't remember. No, I, I tried to play it on the Xbox One S that I had, and it didn't handle it. And uh-huh. then, so that's why I got the Series X, but then right. like every other Game Pass game kind of took over, and I <laughs> sure. never downloaded it again. Sure. Gotcha. Okay. So here's my question Where the hell are all these Microsoft Studio games that are promised in 2023. This is your last big stage. You haven't told us diddly squat about these games, when they're coming. Really. We don't know much. Uh, where the hell... We Nothing? Nothing at all? Not a single world premiere for... I mean, I don't know. A new Redfall trailer? Um... I mean, I'm, I'm not looking for something here. I'm not being dumb here, like, oh, I don't can't believe we didn't see Fable, you know? Yeah, I get it. No, we're not going to see Fable. But, like, an, uh, Redfall, Starfield, Redfall especially. It's, like, supposed to be early. Uh, Minecraft Legends, The Last Case of Benedict Fo- I don't know. That that one's kind of odd, because it's you're more of a hardcore gamer audience here. Wh- where? Forza Motorsports? I don't understand. Nothing? Yeah, you see, okay. I think because they had such a big spot in the summer games... I, I don't know if they felt like it was going to land if they dropped any more footage for any of those big games. Or they were kind of like, did, I don't know, did they, they think, did they have anything ready? Um, is there bad news coming on the horizon? Have we got some yeah. more bad news coming? That's what I'm, um, that's what I'm worried about. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I'm, I was, I was also thinking, I was like, okay, yeah, cool. That's coming to everything. That's coming to everything. That's coming to everything. Ooh, a Game Pass game. Yay. And then it was like, lots of, this is coming to everything. I was kind of like, there, were, there was no Microsoft Studio-based titles at all. Yeah. Man. Oh, so here's the deal. For 2023, what they have promised, what they have, not promised, but what they have said would be coming in 2023. Forza Motorsports, Stalker 2. Okay, Stalker 2 gets a pass no matter what. Ain't nobody going to talk bad about that. That's a rough situation. Developers in Ukraine. Um, Redfall, Starfield, Minecraft Legends, The Last Case of Benedict Fox. Listen, we get all those. That's a great year. Not likely going to happen, but that's a great year. Um, (laughs) But I don't understand. Uh, In a lot of those, Minecraft Legends, Starfield, Redfall, Stalker 2, and I don't know about Last Case of Benedict Fox, but those four are supposed to come out in the first half of 2022. That's what they've said. 2023. Or 2023, thank you. I, my years are... Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of those were actually supposed to come out in 2022, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is very true. Let's not, I, I let's not have that conversation. <laughs> We've had that conversation already. Let's not do it again. Um... So they're supposed to come out in the first half of 2023. So like, and to not show it is is fine, I guess. But you're not now. They're not going to show anything anytime soon. Not for like another month, month and a half at least. Now, I mean, you're you're in you're into Christmas. It's crazy time. Yeah. Well, we thought that we we, we kind know, of thought man. that, and then we got we got Lego Star Wars. So there's a bit of there's a little bit of room now for them to kind of drop something. Could be a big Twitter announcement, or it could just be, "Hey, look, this is available now," and that's enough to kind of keep 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 people going until. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get to that. I, I do like the Game Pass section is a whole nother thing. I mean, like, how are we going to keep that monster fed? That's a whole nother question. But like, just like announcements on these first 
party games. Uh, the I'm just wondering, like, when are we going to start seeing these? If we don't see a now, now we're not seeing announcements until middle of January, I would say, at the at the earliest. And you would be expecting that some of these announcements would be, you hush your mouth, Hambone Johnny. <laughs> Hambone Johnson, assuming Starfield comes in 2023, wouldn't yeah. think it drops before or after Tears of the Kingdom. Um, no assuming. No, I don't know. Who knows, man? Uh, I think, to be honest, I think Starfield could could assume its November date once more and be an 11-11-2023 game. Um, I, re- yeah. I really do. Yeah. I could see that happening without a doubt, and I'd be okay with that. If, if at least, if four of these six games land and Starfield gets pushed to November and it hits that date, I actually wouldn't care if we get Redfall, if we get Redfall, Minecraft Legends, uh, I don't know, Last Case of Benedict Fox, and Starfield. Compared to this year, I, can- I would feel like I'm at a buffet <laughs> where yeah. I've gotten two I mean, narrative games. <laughs> I'd kind of like Forza Motorsport to either come March or October. Because it'd feed into my, like, I'm, I'm currently missing the Formula One. Motorsport for me is now finished. That's it for the whole of for winter. So until winter testing actually starts to take place in Barcelona, I've got no Motorsport in, input. So, like, I wouldn't mind if that started, if that was, like, one of the first ones to drop in the year, because then that was, like, that'd be nice. I could eat that up quite a lot. But then if it dropped in the middle of the year, I'm I'm going to find it difficult to be into that because I might, like, spend a lot of time reading for news and articles and engineering articles and stuff like that for the cars and stuff. So I, I, it, it turned me off from playing the game because I want to read more about other stuff. Sure. Um, but then if it came out in October... I could quite happily just dip into it a little bit towards the back end of the Formula One season. And then when that drops off, I could be like, right, okay, I can feed my need for motorsport with Falls and motorsport and, and play a lot of that. Yeah. So a game coming out in March, let's assume there's one of these games coming out in March. I guess because this is highly driven by Game Pass they do not necessarily need a long lead time, even for first-party games, like like we are no. used to seeing, you know, like three, four, five months out, even something like that. Like, they can come out in February and say, yeah, March 15th, we're going to drop, I don't know, any one of these games, Minecraft Legends. And I guess that's okay, well, uh- because that's more than enough time. They don't. Well, I'm gonna look. You, you, you've got Atomic Heart dropping in February, so that's and that's a big game. It's not like it's just a little teeny, teeny weeny game. It's a big game. It's not a from Microsoft, but it's it's gonna people are gonna chew into that a lot. So you're not gonna want to release anything after February into mid March. You've got Wulong Fall and Destiny coming early March, which then you know. If people aren't playing Atomic App because that's not for them, you, you can almost guarantee that Wulong Fall and Destiny is Dynasty is going to be something that people are going to play. I think it's going to be heavy on the P, on the PC users. I think they're going to use that a lot. Um, but before all those, we've got Persona Three and Four coming on the same day in January, as well as Monster Hunter Rise 
So they're not first party games for Microsoft, but they are big games. They're going to be big games that are coming to Game Pass that people are going to want to play. So for me, it makes sense to wait until maybe March, April. April, yeah. maybe before we see Redfall or Starfield. And then oh, yeah. for me, you're going to see Redfall begin to make Starfield. sense. Yeah. And then it makes sense for me to leave Minecraft Legends until like either spring break for you guys, because that's a long period of time where kids are going to be off. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, summertime over here because the kids are going to be off. Kids are going to play. Um, Minecraft more than anyone else. So you, you, your your audience that you're trying to reach is going to be playing this primarily primarily every day because they can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's shoot there. Which then leads me. What you're saying is totally right. Or you're right in you. So Persona three and four, January nineteenth. Monster Hunter League of Legends Wild Rift. We found out it's coming out January twenty twenty three. So I guess you're you're right. January is pretty much sewed up by those four games. Whatever they want to sprinkle indie wise in between there, you're not wrong. I mean, and then also Age of Empires Definitive Edition is January 31st. I actually was unaware of Atomic Heart in uh, 23rd, on the 21st. Um, And so, yeah, January is taken care of. Atomic Heart is going to, that's going to take a lot to hold all of February, but it could, especially if you sprinkle in some fun indies. Um, yeah, so I yeah. guess I guess you're and then right. you've got you go and then, to March and, and then, then between between now and then as well, we've got Lego Star Wars, Hello Neighbor Two at the moment that are currently sat on Game Pass, and they one of them wasn't day in day, but Hello Neighbor Two was day in day, I believe. Um, and then we've got High on Life come in in as people as two days time, so. I know, I can't wait. No, I'm really excited um, about it. <laughs> so we've got High on Life coming like mid-December, like, basically bang on middle of December. And I don't know why I'm trying to look at the document there. I appreciate right. you, Sean. You're like all upbeat and I'm kind of like, F it all, what's going on? Why isn't anything here? That's why, you know, that's why we podcast well together. Um, and, I, then, and, then, and then also on the back of that, 15th of December, we've got the Rainbow Billy Curse of Leviathan, which is a nice little two, like, Two and a half. It, sorry, it's a nice little um, indie game to play. We've got Potion Craft, um, Infinite Guitar. So that's going to take you up until the Christmas period. Um, obviously, Christmas period, they aren't going to be dropping any games because people are going to be opening their new consoles and playing. Hopefully. Like, hopefully, yeah. And then everybody's going to be playing all the stuff that's come out for the year anyway. So they're going to have a load of new users. They're going to have a load of new subscribers. They're going to have people in and out of the service anyway. Um, and then you roll straight into like mid-January with a load of Persona games. And you start the year with a heavy load on Game Pass. Yeah, so followed, I... hopefully, by some first-party titles from Microsoft. So high on life and Lego Star Wars, basically a little bit of Hello Neighbor, but mostly Lego Star Wars and high on life carried this month. And that's fine. Like two games yeah. carries a month. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Um, uh, yeah. 
So I was trying to think if I missed anything. And for RPG fans, Chained Echoes, which was out uh, yesterday, man, that sucker is on fire in reviews. I mean, people are loving that game. It's a turn-based RPG. It's got that cool art style that people love. Um, and it's on it's on fire. RPG fans, if you if you have Game Pass, check that out because it it is it is corn hot right now. Um, but like it's like they can't afford to miss launches. Xbox really cannot afford to, to no fuck this year up. No, they can't. That, like they have this one. It's I think a lot of people are kind of like, okay, yeah, we've had some big stuff. We've had loads of Halo to be able to play. We had Forza Horizon. They've been dropping stuff on that all the time, extra bits mm-hmm. and pieces, so bringing people back in all the time. Um, you know, then you've got the hype train for like things like Lego, High on Life, um, Hello Neighbor, a couple of things before mm-hmm. that that people were excited about. Uh, Deathloop being one of them. Um, yep. So you have this kind of hype train that you've been building to try and keep people interested in Game Pass, knowing that we're going to have some big titles that are like, you know, with staff, you know, Starfield boasting a thousand game, like thousand hours worth of gaming. Mm-hmm. It's like, not yeah. a thousand hours worth of gaming, sorry, a thousand hours worth of dialogue, which obviously is going to equate to, you know, 60 to 80 plus hours of gameplay. Um, yeah, they, four they of these six yeah, games have to come out. Four of these six games... Well, they don't have to. They, they may not. They, maybe they won't. And we'll get two more narrative games. I, but if yeah, you want to keep your Game Stalker Pass 2. numbers going up, then four of these six have to hit. That That is the case, for sure. <laughs> I can definitely see us getting... Forza Motorsport looked polished when we saw it in it some did, of the yeah. it looked It looked very polished, so I can see that coming. Um, Redfall looked pretty much on the bat anyway. Starfield... There's a lot to go with that. Minecraft Legends, uh, Mojang know what the hell they're doing with That's these games. Sure. So That's for sure. they, if they say, oh, it's coming in 2023, you can pretty much guarantee it's coming in 2023. Stalker 2, I can see it missing the bat because it, it, they're still in the unfortunate circumstances of conflict. Um, the last case of Benedict Fox, I'm not sure. And then there's... Silk Song as well. That's that's to come yet. In oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's true. That one's crazy. So one. still, to the... think of how long ago I watched um, that. Uh, I can't even remember. It was. I I want to say it was before the pandemic that I watched a Treehouse of the them Nintendo play Day. Silk Song. Yeah, the Nintendo Treehouse play play like a demo of silk song and i mean he did say he's like well it's not really finished yet because we can't even go past here so this is all you get to see which is fine but that was still a long time ago <laughs> like three or four years yeah. ago that i watched somebody actually play the game it's just crazy um but anyways i think we've chatted enough about this there's you you have you have buoyed my hopes sean we are covered <laughs> through january we've got some good stuff coming through january February has a couple of sprinkled games. So, you know, maybe by February, Xbox will come out and talk to us about their plans that they'll hopefully hit for first-party games, and uh, it will be an exciting year. That's that's my hopes, deep down inside. But I have many, many fears that it will just be a bunch of tears of the kingdom for me. 
Um, so either way, Tears of the Game Pass. <laughs> that's right. Either way, I can play Tears of the Kingdom, and I will be very happy about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I I will see. I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, we do have a list of games here that no that Xbox has not talked about. They've dropped as 2022 Game Pass games. I thought they were interesting. We don't have to talk about it much, but I just thought I'd go over it. Uh, Mar- Maquette, Inkle Naughty, Solar Ash, Dead Static Drive, The Big Con, uh, She Dreams Elsewhere, Bushadin, and then actually Party Animals was on this list, and then they just figured that out. Um, yeah, and that's, uh, did, did you see what they did in their um, preview where they crossed out summer 2022 and then put? Oh no, <laughs> that's funny. No, I didn't see that. I can appreciate that they just owned it. That's cool. I'm good with that. All right, um, that is all of our uh, top stories. But oh boy, do we have an acquisition watch for this week? Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big one. Um, so not not gonna lie, the the first. We we were going to record on Tuesday, and this is what I had wrote in the in the in the in the bullet. Microsoft Brad Smith says, "Let's do a legal deal for ten years, and FTC lawsuit would be a huge mistake." FTC split literally on whether to lawsuit or not. Apparently, they're not. Apparently, they're not split much <laughs> because they done lawsuit. They did that. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. So nice. yeah. Um, and, uh, to try to stop this, Xbox inks a 10-year Call of Duty deal with Nintendo and extends Steam's deal. Sean, what do you think of that, man? That's craziness. Well, it plays very much into Phil Spencer's motto of, I want people to be able to play games everywhere. So, he's, you know, Microsoft is soaking up this really big publisher and developer, and they're like... We're going to eat that up, and then it's, where can we get it? We want people to now be able to access this developer's game that we own because, you know, we merged with them, so we own the majority of it. We want to make money out of it, and what best way than pushing it onto a system that hasn't seen a decent Call of Duty game since, like, World of War on the the Wii U or something crazy like that. It's true. And, I mean, it's a great move from an acquisition standpoint. I totally get it. They said that they wanted this game everywhere and that they would do a deal. My guess is they've gone to Sony and said, I know Brad Smith said, um, who, by the way, is the bad cop to Phil's good cop. And I absolutely love him. I'm here to, to read all of his tweets. Brad Smith said, listen, we'll do a 10 year deal with Sony anytime they want. My guess is they went to Sony first and Sony said, no, because Sony knows that if they ink a deal with them, then their acquisition argument in court isn't as strong anymore because now they now they have this thing so they're like no we're good we don't want to so microsoft says all right we'll go to uh, your brother cousin over here and we'll ink one with nintendo and show that we are going to extend this uh ip across to more places than it currently is great that's good news it also looks a little desperate because you're inking a deal on a property that you really don't own yet. So that's a little sketchy. Um, you know, it's like, well, I'm going to get this thing. How about you just pay? Let's let's get a deal for this thing that I don't yet own, but I'm pretty sure I will. OK, pretty I mean, I don't know. Basically, they're using Nintendo as a kickstart. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I I get why they're doing it. Um, I think they were hoping, because they, they announced this, like, Phil announced it in a tweet in a hot second. At the, like, in, it was, like, late at night. I think they were hoping that they could sway the FTC to not file a lawsuit by by releasing this. And that obviously did not work. Uh, three to one, they voted for a lawsuit. Um, they were unsure, actually. Their rumor was that they were trying to figure out if they had enough votes. Um, can't remember her name. The head of the FTC, Lena something or other, um, was trying to figure out if she had enough votes. She wasn't sure if she did. But she did. So, you know, um, the, Microsoft's been here before. Uh, as, Brad, as Brad Smith's tweet said, which <laughs> I love this guy. He says, listen, we're here for peace. We tried, but we're happy to take our arguments to court because we think we'll win. So <laughs> I, I love I love how he is the saucy ver- He is the saucy to uh, to Phil Spencer's nice and coziness. And and every we're here for everybody. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of how like Phil's gone to get his bigger brother. Hey, hey, hey! Uh, <clears throat> it's like, hey, Brad. Um, you know, Sony out play nice. Can you can you come and help me because they're bullying me? That's right. Yeah. Well, they don't want to tarnish Phil's. Um, you know, Phil's like, hey, we're here for everybody. Uh, uh, shtick. And and if Phil has to get in the mud, then that's not going to work out well. For him, so so yeah, they have Brad Smith who is uh, who's willing to do that. Now, the one thing I wanted to point out because I was really kind of like, if this is the case, then Microsoft might have made their bed. In the FTC, uh, when they filed lawsuit, and this is literally reading here from what the FTC statement says. The FTC pointed to Microsoft's record of acquiring and using valuable gaming content to suppress competition from rival consoles, including its acquisition of ZeniMax parent company Bethesda Softworks. It says, Microsoft decided to make several of Bethesda's titles, including Starfield and Redfall, Microsoft exclusives. True. Despite assurances it had been given to European antitrust authorities that it had no incentive to withhold game from rival consoles. Now, I was not following Xbox when they took over when they acquired Bethesda. So I was like, well, if that's the case, then that's that's the, they've made their bed and and now they're untrustworthy and I get it. But the EU themselves came out and said let me see where it is. Microsoft didn't make this is this is EU speaking. Microsoft didn't make any comments to EU or EU regulators not to release Xbox exclusive content following its takeover of Zenimax Media, the European Commission adds. Um, so there is some there there is some back and forth upon whether that's true. And if you got the European Commission saying, hey, we don't know if what the FTC is saying in their lawsuit is accurate, then, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. So, but. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it now means that it's definitely going to be dragged out longer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> for sure. How much For how much longer, I don't know. But it definitely means that we're going to see some things. But if they've got a couple of things confused in their opening statements to say why they're taking this to court, then it tells me that there's probably going to be holes that the lawyers behind Microsoft that, you know, are going to be pushed by Brad 
into fighting every corner. They'll they'll find holes and they'll be able to turn things around and they'll be able to actually state mm-hmm. that look, we aren't doing this to, to corner the market. We're doing this because we want X, Y, and Z. And I still think, like we mentioned last week, that they don't want Activision for Call of Duty, which is probably mm-hmm. why they've turned around to Nintendo and said, hey, look, we're going to make it accessible to you somehow. Let's work together. Let's do it. I still think they want the mobile platform. Um, I've got guys that I work with that are using Xbox Game Pass now that I didn't think would be using it, and they think it's a great service via the xCloud. I mean, I've seen... Mm-hmm. I've had a play around with two different backbone style controllers. Uh, one of them was a Turtle Beach one, and I can't remember the name of the other one. Both great controllers worked really well, um, and they were both like they were playing. One was playing Gears of War Five via his mobile deck, and it was it was like seamless. It looked great. So hmm. I think they're going to try and push to see if they can get into the mobile market and have a purpose built Xbox style app for XCloud rather than as it is for iOS users. You've got to download the little uh, page and do it that way. Um, yeah, and I think so, they're fine. Like, I think they love the idea of being on Nintendo. They've wanted to be on Nintendo. Um, from t- from comments that Phil has said prior, they've reached out to Nintendo on this stuff for, I think, a, a proprietary Game Pass app, one that's kind of Nintendo-specific, and they have been declined. If they can get Call of Duty itself on nintendo and then they can get people to log in to that sphere and they can make all those spheres a game pass type thing where you're when you're signing up for battle passes you're signing up for game pass really is what you're doing and when you're signing up over here for king stuff you're really signing up for game pass stuff all of a sudden man their numbers are through the roof that's how I think they see this. And they, and it's like, sure, if we can have access to Nintendo's 100 million, yeah, you don't have Game Pass. You just have Call of Duty. But if you want the Call of Duty Battle Pass, now it's not all the same thing. And I I think that's, that's how they're going to view it. That's how they're going to work it. Yeah. And I think as well, if it works well with Nintendo that they've got Call of Duty... And I reckon it's going to come as a cloud-style service. Oh yeah. Um, I hope it does. And also, pin also speaks to me a little bit that we might be seeing some hardware changes from Nintendo as well to kind of harness the graphical needs for some of these Call of Duty games. I um, don't know. I, I I don't know. I can possibly see that in the future we might see the cloud service on a Switch. Not necessarily going straight, not necessarily using like xCloud, okay. but being mm-hmm. able to use your Switch as a play your Xbox anywhere and do it that way. It has to be, be a proprietary nice. one because, and I've always said this, Nintendo's not going to let Xbox eat their indie lunch. And that's what would happen if you did that. Um, so it has yeah. to be a proprietary one where Nintendo can say, no, 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 Tunic's not on here because we have Tunic now. So... So Tunic's off of your xCloud app for us. And so as long as that's the case, I think they'll do it. Um, or I think they I think they could strike it. I don't want to say they'll do it, but I think there's a chance they could ink the deal. Without that, I don't see any way Nintendo does it. Now with that said, here's how I think here's how I think the uh, the negotiations for this thing went. I think Phil went to Nintendo and said, Hey, uh, I'd like to put Call of Duty on your Switch. 
<laughs> and Nintendo was like, do you own Call of Duty? Phil's like, no, but I will. I think I will. I might. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. And Nintendo was kind of just like, uh, sure. So that's fine. If you if you own it anytime soon, then we sure we'll we'll do that. And I, I almost kind of wonder if Nintendo said we'll talk about it or something like that. And Phil just ran with that and said, I just think to deal with Nintendo that said in like the 11, because man, this was so late and you didn't see Nintendo push this. Nintendo didn't come out and be like, look what we did with Microsoft. No, Microsoft needed this. And I really wonder what this contract really looks like. And I bet it's not what people are thinking it is, to be honest. Unless it is a case of look, uh, I want to play football with you guys, but I haven't got a ball yet. But when I get the ball, yeah. can we play games? Yeah. And Nintendo are like, yeah, we're quite happy to do that. If you eventually get this ball, then we'll happily I play know. with you. And <laughs> and but then like uh, Phil goes, look, Doug and uh, Mr. Bowser, can can I can I run this from a political standpoint? Can this be my PR stunt to say? Yeah. Yeah, don't mention anything just yet. Give me a week. Let me run it for a week so it looks better for, from Xbox's point of view because we've got some shit going on with Sony that you know we kind of want. We don't want them to play with our ball as much as we want you to play with the ball. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man, but yeah, it's 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 got. I mean, I'm sure I want to read like the documentary of this in like a couple of decades. It's gonna be hilarious. I'm sure. Like, oh, it'll, def- it'll be on Netflix. Imagine. It's got to be on Netflix <laughs> yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's the acquisition watch. Uh, it, it's been crazy. It's, it's fun to think about what this is going to turn out. It'll be hilarious, uh, in a a kind of sad way. If, uh, we have all this acquisition watch and the lawsuit ends up, FTC ends up winning and, uh, we, we never actually have an acquisition. Um, that'll be, that'll be kind of, uh, sad and hilarious all at the same time. Very ironic. But uh, moving on, Game Pass headlines uh, out this week, uh, December 8th, as I said yesterday, Chained Echoes came out, JRPG, uh, you travel as a group of heroes, turn-based, 30 to 40 hours, getting like crazy 92, 90, I think it was 92 last I looked on Open Critic. Uh, wish I would have nice. picked it up on Fantasy Critic, but whatever. Um Star Wars, Star Wars, Skywalker, Lego Star Wars, Skywalker Saga also came out. Um, haven't got a chance to dip into it yet. Uh, been busy with a couple other games that I will talk about later. Um, but that's a that's a great get. We knew that was coming. And then Hello Neighbor, Sean, tell us a little bit about that. We don't need to read it because you played it. Yeah, Hello Neighbor, the, a very interesting game. From what I read out last week. Um, it kind of, and I did a stream of it on Wednesday. I want to say, yeah, Wednesday. Um, it kind of said that you know, the entire town is your playground, and it is, but you can't get into all the houses. Hmm. And this is what I found is I, there was a like a restaurant shop that I tried to get into, and I couldn't get near it. I couldn't go over the fence. I couldn't do this, do many things with it. Um, and then I completed Act One. And then after Act One, the, the restaurant opened. Mm, and then after okay. Act Two, which was the restaurant, the museum opened. So I'm assuming as I go through the acts, different buildings and access in different areas is going to become more accessible. Sure. <laughs> Sorry to say. But 
It's definitely a lot of fun. I had a lot of oh crap moments when I was being chased. Um, the puzzles were interesting. They weren't overly difficult. And um, it's like it was basically if you can't see the wood for the trees, take a minute and see it. Um, sure. But yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, there's still a couple of glitches. I got stuck in graphics in a few places. Um, I lost the crowbar that I needed at one point. So rather than like. I had to restart the whole thing over, but because I knew how quickly get to bits and pieces, that didn't take too long to to get back to where I was. Is this a game preview? Uh, No, this is a full launch. Full launch? Okay, I wasn't sure. All right. Um, Now, is there only one guy chasing you? Or is it is it still one guy um, or is it multiple guys? In each each act, yes, there is only one guy. So the first act um, is in the original house from the first game. Okay. Uh, layout's pretty much the same. Um, but it's been marked up as a crime as a crime scene. Uh, and basically there's a police officer that's standing guard at the house and he's the one that tries to usher you out. In the restaurant act, um, there's a woman in there and a cat and the woman kind of tries to usher you out every time. And then act three, which is where I stopped the stream and I haven't had time to go back to it yet. That's the the original villain from the first one. He's now living in the museum. So. Okay. All right, gotcha. Um, cool. Um, next, uh, what's uh, I, I left my page because I was looking at something. My bad. So next, so next week is all the riot games. Uh, that's the twelve. Basically, the same day as the day before High on Life the allotment of Riot games that we saw on the Summer Showcase drops. Um, that's on the 12th of December. And then on the 13th of December, we get High on Life, Infinite Guitar, and Potion Craft. Um, Potion Craft is an alchemist simulator where you physically interact with your tools and ingredients to brew potions. So sounds quite interesting. A little bit like a craft beer simulator on the Switch, if, you've ever, if anybody's ever seen how that plays. It's a little bit like that, but with potions rather than craft beer, which you know, pretty much the same thing. I was trying to see if I could find something on the Infinite Guitar game. That game got added um, to the list. Last minute. Yeah, last minute yesterday in the Game Awards, I believe. Um, and I yeah, can that, that got added it. last minute, and Hot Wheels Unleashed got removed. Uh, fight mechs with metal crushing this is infinite guitar sorry fight mechs with metal crushing rock in infinite guitars a genre melting rhythm rpg featuring vibrant anime inspired art and a blazing original soundtrack battle against war machines with electrifying guitar sounds guitar solos sorry so there you go and then 15th of December, we've got Rainbow Billy, Curse of the Leviathan. Come in. Uh, the Curse of the Leviathan is a wholesome creature capture uh, 2D adventure puzzle platformer with RPG elements. It is a family-friendly and openly accessible adventure in which you must save whimsical creatures by bringing back color to the world you once knew. Uh, it tells an un universal coming-of-age story about dealing with changes in the world and accepting ourselves and the others around us. Uh, sometimes it only takes a conversation, empathy, and a new point of view to make a world of difference. Um, the art style for this game looks hilarious. Um, I originally thought it was along the same lines of 
um, turnip is it turnip boy commits tax evasion? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But then, but then a, a closer look, um, it's not. It's it's got a bit more to it than that. So. You can't hear me. Um, I was just looking to see how long this game was. Oh, it's 11 hours. Okay. I might give it a shot. Um, definitely more in-depth than uh, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Though. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, new games announced. Most of these in the Game Awards. Uh, League of Legends, not new announcement, but they got a date, January, or got a month, January 2023. Party Animals, early 2023, as we've talked about. Spirit Tees, coming out 2023. Way to the Woods, 2023. These are all Game Pass games. And Hot Wheels Unleashed is not coming out in December, as Sean had talked about. That has been just vaporized from the list. That's a that's an and oddity it was, it was, that's never happened since we've been doing this. Within hours as well. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was a fresh tweet that went out. It was an edit of the original tweet. I think they just changed the image. Yeah, they changed. Yeah, they. I mean, they literally just like vaporized it from the earth. I don't know. It's very strange. I don't know if if a negotiation fell through in the last second, if it wasn't supposed to be released and somebody screwed up. Either way, uh, yeah, it was there and then it wasn't. So we have not uh, not gotten a new date for it whatsoever. So uh, we'll have to just see see what where when it shows back up if it shows back up uh anything with games with gold sean i did not look at that um i don't believe there's been a change with that yet all right um is all i can say sounds good to me on to our xbox spotlight All right, this is where we talk about the games that we have been playing. Uh, Sean, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can do. Um, so as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I am heavy, heavy into Marvel Snap to the point where this month's, um, they call it, it's not Battle Pass, but um, I don't know what they call it, but this month's Season Pass um, oh, okay. has changed, uh, and I bought into it. It's the Silver Surfer one. Um, it's eight ninety nine to buy into it, but it lasts for the whole month. You get an, an array of different um, unlocks that you can get from it. So yeah, I bought into that. I'm playing it. I'm up to date with all the current missions. I think a couple more drop soon in a couple of hours. Um, they do it in stages, so like you'll get like, on the first day you get two or three missions, and then you got to wait. And there's like six missions, six or eight missions in total, and then that finishes, and then like two day, two or three days later after that, the next band of missions will start, and you've got to kind of work from those, and you work your way through the the pass with experience points, um, unlocking different stuff as you go along. You can get extra gold bars, which is like the in-game currency, to allow you to get more credits. The credits you use to upgrade your cards um, that you've collected while you've been playing against other people. So it's fun. As well as that, you get nice. daily challenges that update quite regularly and that all accumulates to a weekly challenge that you can, like, once you get to so many, I think it's 30 daily challenges completed within the week, um, you get a couple of extra bits and pieces from that as well, which is quite cool. The game constantly drip feeds you unlocks and rewards all the time, which just keeps you wanting to keep playing. So they've done it very, very well. How much is the season pass? 
it was eight ninety nine. The game's free to play. You don't have to get that, but yeah, um, yeah, that's not too bad. All right. So, I don't mind if it, if it was the only thing that I bought this month, game wise. Um, so, I like it. All right. What? Anything else for you? Um, Warzone DMZ. Been playing a lot of that. Um, I've met two really interesting friends on there. Um, a guy called Buzzing Rage and another guy called Twisted Bumhole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, Buzzing Buzzing Rage is a little bit more of a serious guy. He's um, obviously by his name, <laughs> you can kind of tell that he's very very mission orientated guy, but also at the same time, he's a very very good player. It's nice to watch him. Like if he's helping me out because I've been downed. Um, he's got the whole slide and jump kind of thing down to a T. Um, he's a very good player. And then Twisted Bumhole, or TBH, as, uh, as he likes to be called when the kids are around. Um, That's fair. He, he's, he was just a lot of fun to play with, um, mocking a lot of people. Um, he's very much one of those that keeps telling people not to run from the Lord when he's chasing them down. He, he's quite comical to play with. Um, had me in stitches for a couple of times. Um, so yeah, still into that, still interested, still not looking my way through the contracts that are on there. Um, it's definitely one of those. I haven't gone back to the battle royale mode for a while, but I'm I'm starting like I've been watching a lot of um YouTube charts and Facebook reels and stuff like that of people that are now playing Warzone, and I think I might want to dip back into that a little bit now. Of my like my aiming and my reaction times a lot quicker. So is that. And then Hello Neighbor 2, which we've already talked about. Um, that, again, is going to be a game that I'll probably go back to um, with the eldest or middle daughter because I think they'll be interested in that. I originally played Hello Neighbor with the eldest daughter. So that's that. And one that I kind of completely left off the list is I played and completed Link's Awakening for uh, John and Drew's Monthly Mayhem Beat Your Backlog, to which I was shamed because I'd originally played it before, but stuff it. So I played <laughs> that be, game through. It took me five, five hours and twenty-one minutes to complete. So. Nice. Uh, to be fair, it was on the. It was right there on the thing. I just. I totally didn't even pay attention to it. Um, yeah. uh, that's cool. I. You know. I played that game. I beat it when it came out, and it was the first time I had played through it. I absolutely loved that game. I thought that was. That was did it? Did it stutter at all for you? Did they? Was it a clean? Uh, no. It was very clean. The yeah. I, I wrote a little short review about it for them, which is part of the rules that you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I I picked it up, played it for a little bit, and then put it straight back down was I to kind of get excited for the game. I went back and played the the original Game Boy version on an emulator, mm, okay, um, and played it through and completed it. So going through the same story and through the same non-linear dungeons in some cases, because there's a couple of dungeons that absolutely mess with your head. Yeah. Um, I uh, I kind of fell off it, so but it was nice to go back. It was nice to finish it. Lots of side quests left to do. So, yeah, I I absolutely adored it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was good to to kind of see that game that so many people have talked about that I just never played. So appreciated that one. Um, that's cool. Uh, anything else for you? Uh, no, that's it. I was kind of hoping to. Try a little bit of Lego Star Wars, but uh, I've just not had time. So, yeah, I fall into that same camp. That's exactly the same thing for me. I wanted to get to it, uh, had plans to, and just never made it. 
Um, I'll start with my game that I played for the backlog thing, uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas. Um, man, I was super excited about this game. This is the, uh, space to planet game. You seamlessly fly to the planet. You never, like, jump out of the ship, but you're, you can kind of float on the ground and shoot things, or you can be up in the atmosphere, or you can shoot up out of the planet into space, fly around in space, fly to another planet. Um, you have, uh, you have, uh, uh, ship to ship battles in space. I mean, man, it's really cool. I, I just loved the hook. The hook, I mean, that hook got me. And I bought it immediately. I paid way too much money for it because, like, three weeks later, it was, like, $40 cheaper. But that's okay. I was cool. And it's a, it's a toys to life if you want it to be a thing. You can all be, it can all be digital. You, it doesn't have to be toys to life. So that's that whole shtick. I got an R-Wing with my 60 bucks that I paid for it. So I was very happy. Um, that was my – that, that I, one um, got me, too. I also paid over the odds for it and played it and didn't enjoy it, unfortunately. Um, I managed to sell the game in the UK, um, but then all the Toys to Life stuff I couldn't quite sell very mm-hmm. easy in the UK for some reason. So um, I very nicely shipped it across the Tim. Oh, cool. Well, look at you. Um, yeah, I so I really enjoyed it when I first played it. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm taking over these little like refinery things. I'm getting now that and now they're helping as I like take them over. They help me by giving me shipments of Electrum, which is like the main currency in the game. I got it. Great. I, I a hundred percented the first planet. I was super excited. I flew into space. I was like, man, I can't wait to see what I got to do at the next planet. So then I flew to the (laughs) next planet and I was like, Oh, I have to do the same thing all over again. And so uh, it just, uh, it, man, it was like deflated balloon. I was like, I do not want to do this again. Um, and so I put it down and just never went back to it. Um, so that said, I, uh, when I saw this thing, it, it had been, I actually already had it in my switch, um, because I, I knew I wanted to finish it. I, this year I've been trying to look at games on my switch that I have not beat that I, that I wanted to. That was one of them. Uh, it, the story's good. It's you. You can main that story in no time. That's the irony of that thing. There's a lot of stuff you can do, and you don't have to do hardly any of it if you don't want to. Um, I did a lot. There's three different sections. Each section have two planets. The hardest section has three. I did pretty much, pretty much all of the the. There's like, I did pretty much all the objectives in the first two sections, and then when I got to the third section. That one felt unfair to me because it was that was the section where if you really it was hard only because I didn't have the right weapon and the only way I could get the right weapon was to buy it. Right. So it was like, well, this feels unfair. So I just did basically the the base, the bare minimum I had to to finish the objectives. I didn't I didn't. There was one planet I never even saw. I was like, do I have to go to this planet? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm going to go straight to the boss and see if I can beat him. And actually, that they were like, they kept warning me that it was really hard. It was going to be super hard. Um, but I was able to, I was able to finish it off with just a couple of tries. So, so that's cool. Um, that's Starlink Battle for Atlas. Um, back into Disney Dreamlight Valley. Toy Story update is out. There's a, <laughs> there's a Christmas, 
uh, event, which for some odd reason lasts 50 days. Don't ask me why, that seems weird, but whatever. Um, means it's gonna go all the way into like the end of January, pretty much. Um, but that's cool, I'll take it. Uh, maybe they'll do a Valentine's thing in February. Um, maybe that's their plans. But I'll take the extra time. Uh, I got Wo I got Woody and Buzz in my uh, in my village now. We're doing we're doing tasks for them. Gotta gotta level them up. Everybody else is leveled up. All quests are done. Um, although I am lock unlocking new quests now for the other villagers as I as I level level them up because their quests relate. Um, I will say as I run around the castle and I see all the rooms that you can unlock or that they will slowly unveil throughout the lifespan of this game, and I look at the land I have available to put on houses, something's going to have to give, Sean. I can't... There is not enough <laughs> land for all the people. You I mean... Can, sure, surely you can build in some of the different areas. Oh, yeah. But still, Sean, if two people come out of every door, there's got to be around 50 doors. And I've probably only opened, what, maybe 10. I don't even think that many, but we'll say 10. Which means there's 80 more people, which is like 80 houses that I'm going to be building somewhere. There is not... This is going to be a metropolis. You're going to need to start building on top of each other. So something's got to give. I don't know what it's going to... I don't know what they're going to do. I'm interested to see their thoughts on it. I'm sure they've got it planned out. They seem like they... They seem like they really have... Um, I know gamers hate this term, but a roadmap of like how they want this this thing to run it's been pretty smooth i mean there have been some bugs and glitches in the game but they've tried to iron them out quick they've been fair about giving us stuff when there has been bugs um i don't feel so that that brings me to my next question yeah this as well as this winter update and the toy star update they boasted there was an ease of life update with it as well and a few changes and tweaks to anything has that changed any of the building yet and how you lay paths and things oh that's a good question i haven't laid any paths since i've started um, yeah, I'll check that out. I don't know. Um, I, after they, they released, uh, they released the scar patch and that was pretty bad for the Xbox. That was, that was rough. And then they released a patch in the middle of that event and that smooths pretty much everything out, um, when it comes to freezes and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, and so, so far this Toy Story run's been running pretty smooth, although I have only put a couple of hours into it. But uh, still enjoying it, still loving it. I love this fact to where I I can play it like pretty strong for a week or two. I can finish everything up that I want to finish up, and then I put it down until the next event. I think I'm really enjoying that kind of cycle. That that is exactly what I'm looking for in something. I can't see me I can't see me walking away from this until possibly Hogwarts Legacy. If that game draws my attention, I could see that being the thing. But we'll see. You never know. I said that with Fall Guys. And then uh, Disney Dreamlight Valley came out and I dropped it like a hot rock. So we'll see. Um, what I have been putting a whole bunch of recent time into is Soccer Story. I hated that game because it froze. And then Hambone Johnny hit me up on Discord and said, Hey, they released a patch on the Switch. You should try it out. I did. Everything worked for the most part. There are a couple issues still. Um, there's a, still a bug when you're fishing that gets you every once in a while. And uh, I had a couple of match issues, but uh, one of them was really funny. I was up 5-0, and the ball got stuck in the goalkeeper's net, so I just had to, like, hang around for, like, a minute and a half. And the time ran up, and then I won. So there you go. <laughs> um, but the story is... It, the story's really fun. The dialogue is good. 
Uh, the soccer can be very hard. It's funny. I was thinking maybe I was just a wuss, and then Hambone even said he thought it was hard, so that made me feel better. Um, if you're playing this game, I will give you a tip. You get you get uh, medals to to raise your your stats. Raise your guy's stats before you raise your teams. That I mean, and then once you have your stats pretty well set, then start raising your teams because your stats are what affect you from getting more medals in the overworld. And that, and so if your stats are good, you can get medals quicker that way, and then you can start giving them to whatever teammates you want to give them to. Um, and ironically, I had the most trouble early in, early in the game when I was fighting like the, the, the smaller uh, football clubs because they were because I just was underpowered. And once I was able to unlock a few areas, I spent a bunch of time foraging for metals, found some stuff, got got you know powered or overpowered in some cases. Um, I was able to do pretty good. And because I leveled my guy up completely, there's probably 10 1v1 battles. I never lost a single one of them. Um, they were all pretty darn easy for me because my guy had had full skill set. So yeah, and I I can't if you like that kind of a game where you're talking to people, you're going to do something to unlock something, to do a, get another thing. I'm not even a huge soccer fan, but I really enjoyed it. Could can't recommend it enough. So, um, that's me. That's all I got. Oh yeah. Uh, sure, I'd like to say let's roll into party chat, but I very quickly just looked at the one question that we got this week, which was from Mister Blanco. Um, and he says, why was Xbox so quiet during the Game Awards this year? I understand wanting to hold your biggest announcement for your own announcement purposes, but it seems like a great way to advertise to an audience who can win over rather than an audience that's already with you. Or are they simply competing with Nintendo to be the biggest Grinch? Um, I think we've hit that enough when we were yeah. talking. And I'm sorry, the, I meant to reference that too. I meant to reference that so. when we talked about it. So my bad. So yeah, there is nothing else for the party chat, and if that's everything that we've played, I shall take us out of this crazy ride. Let's do it. Cool. So, as always, if you want to get in touch with us on any social medias, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, um, go to those at Game Pass News, and you'll be able to find us. If you want to get in touch with us via email, leave us a review, you can do that at GamePassNewsCast at gmail.com. And leave a review on the podcast on Apple and I always forget the other one. Never mind. Um, if you want any of the sweet merch. Say again? Pod, podcast Stitcher? I don't know. Just keep going. Don't worry about right. me. Uh, if you want any merchandise, head over to redbubble.com. Look for our shop there, Game Pass News. Oh, we, I think we sit in the Nintendo Daz one as well. Um, you can get jumpers, clocks, all sorts. I only mention them because I see them on the screen every week when I'm talking with Dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to join us in the Discord, subscribe to our Twitch channel and that'll get you uh, in there. And a big thank you to Ninja Lunchbox and Hambo Johnny for joining us in the chat. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later. See you later, guys. Everybody's got a little hole in the middle. Everybody does a little dance with the devil. Everybody's got a little hole in the middle Everybody does a little dance with the devil
Stick those pins and drop them in Saying born in the U.S.